Farm News and Views podcast is supported by Stoats Equipment of Cortez. Stoats sells and repairs John Deere, Steel, and Honda products and repairs all small engines. They are parts experts for many brands. If you need a part, Stoats likely has it in stock or can get it the next day. This is Bob Bragg with the Farm News and Views report for the week of February 26th. Cattle producers received some good news recently concerning the expectation that there will be new record average cattle prices for all of 2024, according to Cattle Facts, an outlook that firm that specializes in cattle markets. Their forecasts include Fed steers averaging $184 per hundredweight, or about $9 higher than in 2023, and weaned 550-pound calves are predicted to average $290 per hundredweight. These higher prices are also expected to boost the price of cull cows by about $16 per hundredweight. Cattlefax economists believe that these favorable market prices might be extended for the next three or four years as producers rebuild cow herds after some tough years caused by drought in the U.S. Their projections also point to the current cattle cycle evolving much slower compared to the last cycle because heifer retention has not started nationwide. They expect the peak in cattle prices to occur in 2025 or 2026. In the meantime, industry uh, profitability will continue to be swinging in favor of the cow-calf producer as excess feeding and packing capacity chases a declining supply of feeder cattle and calves. But the downside is that consumers will pay more for beef during this upcycle for producers. The Ogallala Aquifer is the largest aquifer in the world, covering 174,000 square miles across Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, and parts of Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico. Today, the aquifer supports 20% of the nation's wheat, corn, cotton, and cattle production, and represents 30% of all water used for irrigation in the United States. But the Ogallala is a closed aquifer, receiving less than an inch of recharge a year. Since development of large-scale irrigated farming in the 1940s, water has continued to be drawn down to the point that in some areas today, farmers are shutting wells down because there isn't enough water to keep the pumps operating. And the disappearing water is hurting farm production in the Great Plains. Water levels in the stretches of the Ogallala underlying Kansas have dropped over 28 feet. That's far worse than the eight-state average of almost 17 feet. Water levels in the Texas Panhandle have dropped 44 feet, and New Mexico has seen over a 19-foot decline. But rural communities are also facing uncertain futures because water for municipal use is no longer a sure thing. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly is warning that some communities are just a generation away from running out of water, but she believes that there's still time to save the aquifer. Cold air has been hard to come by in the U.S. this winter since a very strong El Nino has had a persistent influence on the U.S. weather patterns for several months. Temperatures have been record-breaking in many ways, but for the most part for their warmth rather than for the cold. Temperatures were 2 degrees Celsius above normal heading into the winter and maintained a similar pattern through most of the season. While some periods of rain and snow brought uh, below normal temperatures that only lasted for a couple of days before the warmth returned. 
But the one long-duration visit from the polar vet vortex in uh, mid-January will keep this winter from being the warmest ever in parts of the northern plains and out of the top ten in the central plains. Abraham Lincoln said, Give me six hours to chop down a tree, and I'll spend the first four hours sharpening the axe. Until next week, I'm Bob Bragg.